0: The off-season rolls along here in Puckopolis as it is now the beginning of July. Hard to believe that we are now just a few short months away from dropping the puck in 2012 and 13. Pleased to be joined by the head coach of the Cyclones, Jared Scaldi, who was announced today is returning for another season. Certainly an exciting time for you as you move through this off-season. Now that July is here, this is when things start to really ramp up. Exciting to be back, but also there's lots of work to be done.
1: Yeah, there's lots going on in the office here and um, you know, preparing for this upcoming season. It's uh, such a big year for the organization and- and our players and myself, and uh, you know, it's nice to get uh, some returning players back. That will be announced very uh, soon here. But uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, free agents out there. There's a lot of rookies, um, kids finishing their junior careers and, and college careers that uh, that we're looking at.
0: And uh, you know, some decisions will be made here over the next month or so. When you look at this time of year, you see uh, certain things like players that were qualified, players that were protected. Give us a sense of of where things are at on the names that were released just a few days ago that are quote-unquote qualified. What does that mean to the person who may not know?
1: Well, you know, we have some guys signed right now from last season's team, Uh, like I said, will be announced that uh, did not require qualifying offers because they are under contract. So, you know, you look at a name like Matt Siska, a a guy that had a great year for us last year, second in rookie scoring, a guy that's a priority to bring back. Um, You know, he's just going through some decisions right now from the American Hockey League level and potentially Europe. So, you know, he was extended a qualifying offer and you know, negotiations will continue with him uh, uh, throughout this uh, next few weeks. Um, You know, and Alain Goulet, a guy who also is undecided on uh, on which direction his career is going, and um, you know, of course, uh, protecting Brian Brian O'Hanley and Nathan Moon, two guys that, you know, we didn't see Nathan Moon at all last season. He made the Worcester uh, Hockey Club in the American Hockey League, and then of course, Brian O'Hanley was only here for eight games. So, you know, those guys are are
0: cases of potentially, if they do get sent down at some point uh, during the season, that we own their rights. You take a look at the Way the season ended last year certainly an up-end with the uh, overtime winner against Chicago to close out the year, uh, but an early off season it's given you a lot of time to look back and to look forward. What kind of things have you maybe adjusted or thought about going into this next season?
1: Well, of course, depth is always one thing. I think uh, we struggled our depth all season. Um, you know, with uh, you know a lot of conversations happened throughout the summer on who we're going to be getting from our affiliates, and I think uh, um, you know with some trades at the American League level with with uh, San Antonio affected our defense. we you know, we we're potentially getting two, three guys from them. So I think, from a depth standpoint, we need to make sure on our back end we get uh, we get more defensemen. Uh, uh, you know, some more size, some more grit. I think at times throughout the season, I think that was a big deficiency for us. Our our D zone coverage, and of course, uh, the fact of clearing the front of the net and having a little more
0: sandpaper back there. So that's something that we're we'll definitely addressing this summer, and we'll definitely be a bigger team back there, a little more physical. Paul Fenton, Mike Santos, both the assistant general managers for the affiliates, of Florida and Nashville, from a year ago, both had the same type of thing to say about you and about this organization in terms of developing players and that's what their ultimate goal is is to get players from this level to the next and up into the National Hockey League and they talked about how how this organization has been and will hopefully continue to be just a great breeding ground for both of those National Hockey League clubs and I think it goes to the point you had 25 players last year including the goaltenders make their way up to the American Hockey League playing in over 300 AHL games that's a testament to what this franchise and this program this is what it's about so as a coach that's got to make you feel pretty good
1: yeah I mean they're great great organizations to work with uh you know between Paul Fenton and Mike Santos it's great uh, working with them and the coaching staff that they've assembled at the American Hockey League level so it's really good I mean they've uh, they sent us some good prospects last year and uh they're always good to work with young 20 21 year old guys that um you know want to get to the highest level of National Hockey League so you know it's been a great working relationship with them and, and very enjoyable and uh um, I think uh, to see the guys, amount of guys that got up to the American Hockey League, I think, is a good sign for our organization. You know, it's a double-edged sword here. We're, we're in the business of winning hockey games. We have an organization here and a fan base that, that, that want to win hockey games. And, and, you know, bottom line is that's what we're here for.
0: But also along the way, we've got to make these, uh, these players better players and better people. It's been a while since we've had a chance to chat and a lot in hockey has gone on. The American Hockey League crowned a new champion. The National Hockey League did the same. The Norfolk Admirals and the AHL will start there. Uh, Former Cyclone Corey Conacher was able to hoist the Cup and he was one of the very key and integral parts of that successful run for Norfolk. And I know that you have uh, vested interest in him because you found him in a sense and you brought him here and he quickly made his way up the ranks. Talk about what that means to you and maybe some conversations you have with him.
1: Well, it's always special when you're able to uh, identify a player, uh, you know, bring him in and see him have tremendous success, and then continue that success. And you know, now he's got an NHL contract with the Tampa Bay Lightning. So it was an exciting time a couple years ago getting Corey. Um, it was exciting to coach him, although it was very brief. It was very exciting to watch him play, and you could just tell from the first moment he was on the ice at this there was something special there. And uh, um, Corey called me after they won the Calder Cup in Toronto uh, uh, the next day, and we had a long conversation. He thanked uh, thanked me for all my efforts and thanked uh, the organization for uh, basically launching his career so you know, there's always those special moments and special players that come along, and uh, Corey's definitely one of them. Very appreciative of what this organization has done for him, and there's no doubt in my mind he's going to be a National Hockey League player for a long time.
0: Boy, and what a surprise the National Hockey League had in store for us. We didn't know it back in uh, the mid-portion of April that an 8-seed was going to go all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals and not only get there, but win. Talk about, as a, a fan of the game, not only as a former player, but a fan, uh, what it was like to watch that unfold through the last couple of months.
1: Well, it's so exciting because there's so much Many teams that that potentially you look at could win the Stanley Cup from the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Philadelphia Flyers, Vancouver Canucks, even Nashville. Um, you know, had such a great hockey team and such a great season that uh, it, it's exciting to start the year and then to start seeing teams get knocked off. And then you could tell it was up it was up for grabs. It was anybody's uh, cup to win. It just shows that in any league, you know, you get in the playoffs and uh, you get that right uh, mixture of goaltending and defense and scoring. And uh, you know, next thing you know, you're hoisting the Stanley Cup. And it was a great
0: moment for Daryl Sutter and uh, Dean Lombardi regarding the whole uh, LA Kings organization. Cyclones head coach Jared Scaldy with us on Puckopolis here on CyclonesHockey.com. Coach, uh, uh, getting back to the ECHL a little bit, certainly it has been a busy offseason for the Premier AA Hockey League entering its 25th anniversary season, and there are a slew of changes. Obviously, Chicago folded shortly after that you guys beat them on uh, March 31st, and then three new teams enter the Eastern Conference, two of which will be in the Cyclones division. The Fort Wayne Comets fresh off of their championship in the CHL. Evansville, the Icemen, will be with us as well in the Cyclones division of the north and then down south, the Orlando Solar Bears resuming play after a long, long uh, hibernation, so to speak, down there. It's an exciting time for the Eastern Conference. A uh, team out west in San Francisco, the Cyclones won't play, but uh, t- to the Eastern Conference point, talk a little bit about the new competition. And as a former solar bearer yourself, kind of a cool little change for the ECHL.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the city of Orlando. I think, uh, you know, we won a championship there in 2001, and then the the, the IHL had uh, ceased operations. So uh, it's good to see hockey back there. It's such a great facility, and, um, you know, I think they did a great job in hiring Drake Barahowski there. Uh, he's going to do a fantastic job, and we're excited to get down. Down there. at least we'll get down there one time this year and um, we'll see him in our building a few times. So it's great to have Orlando in the league and then of course uh, bringing over uh, Evansville, and uh, Fort Wayne, I think, is going to be great for our division and create that rivalry. And it's a shorter distance than going to a lot of other places. So I think uh, um, you know, going to Saturday night in Fort Wayne is always a good event. And then Evansville's got a beautiful rink, also. So it's great to have two new teams um, in our division.
0: I was going to say you have somewhat of a familiarity with the Fort Wayne Comets, having played against them when you were the coach of Bloomington a couple years ago, a few years ago. Now it is going to be an interesting year, considering how how tightly knit the division is, not only just in terms of Rivalries and intensity, but but geographically, this is a very close division. Now that the really farthest team away that the Cyclones will have to travel to is Kalamazoo. From a travel standpoint, how does that change or affect the way the Cyclones play?
1: Well, I think definitely there's a, there's the rest factor there. I mean, we don't we won't be leaving until one three one or two, two o'clock in the afternoon to get there. I think that gives us some more preparation time. I think it's a lot easier on the players. And then we're back home a lot sooner. So I think, uh, you know, when those three and threes back up uh, as the season goes along and we have to go to Fort Wayne or Evansville, I think it makes it a lot easier than traveling the five and a half from Chicago or Kalamazoo on, on so many occasions that happened over the last
0: two years. And I know we will probably talk many more times before the start of the season gets underway and training camp is uh, uh, bearing down upon us at the end of September and getting into early October. But it's going to be for the first time since the Cyclones returned to ECHL play. 06 07 was the, the last time it happened. The Clones will open up the season at home, October 13th, a Saturday night, coincides with the second annual Power Play 5K run and walk. It is on one end, as we talked last year, to kind of spin it and be a positive, it says to start the year away and get the guys together, a very, very cool thing to be back and start the year at home where you can really kick things off.
1: No, absolutely. I think, you know, I was just speaking over the last two years, starting the first five on the road, um, you know, has its advantages at times, but definitely uh, getting that first one at home, I think, uh, again, the preparation time we're going to have from training camp and- leading up to that first game and the fact that it's a big event the 5k run and uh, playing at home I think it's a great opportunity for our players and our organization
0: and uh, you know we're excited about it. Congratulations again on the extension and we'll look forward to talking with you soon again. Thanks a lot Nick. That's Cyclones head coach Jared Scaldi. I'm Nick Brunker and for all the latest Cyclones news and updates as the offseason continues stay connected to cycloneshockey.com.